I want to talk a little bit today about social media and photography. And a couple videos ago, I said something that I've been quoted on that I want to clarify. And to paraphrase what I said, it was something to the degree of when you're trying to create meaningful work or work that has value, it's not a popularity contest and don't worry about the social media. And I do mean that when you were trying to create meaningful work, work that has value, the drive should not be in the popularity side of it. The drive should be in the integrity of the work. Now, several people in comments had quoted me on that and said and then it kind of escalated into yeah I deleted my Facebook account and uh, you know yada yada the issue here is that social media if you want your work to be seen it's extremely important because it's the system that is in place right now and I know those are two different things completely. There's sharing your work and there's getting your work seen and then there's creating your work. And that's what I wanted to delineate because I do think it's two different things. If you don't care that your work gets seen, then you don't need to worry about it. And yes, social media in some ways can be a very frustrating experience. There are a number of reasons why I think it's very unnatural for photography. And this is why the world is changing drastically these days in that context. I think that if you're in there trying to show work that has intelligence behind it, that has something special to you that, that you want to share and communicate, you have to realize that you're in there with kids of, or photos of people's kids at the pool, uh, cat photos, all that stuff. And the definition of photography is a lot different in the social media world in some respects because photography is a tool in the social media world and is not always done with fine art intentions or showcasing a commercial portfolio or whatever that is. So that is very unnatural for one. Now it doesn't mean you can't do it and it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, you should. What the amazing thing about social media that you have to understand is when you consider what the world was like before the internet and you know back in the 1980s for instance um, it was very difficult to distribute your work to a wide range of people you could do a show somewhere at a gallery or a coffee shop maybe and that would reach a limited number of people but other than that you either needed to work for a magazine or a newspaper or I remember um, for commercial photographers back in those days, there was this thing called Black Book, which was, and there was another one called Workbook, but they were these big uh, books that were distributed to uh, art directors and graphic designers and people who might hire photographers, and you could buy ad space. And it was very expensive, but you could put a little, you buy a full page and put your portfolio in there, and that was how you got the word out. That has changed completely. And there were a lot of gatekeepers in those days that don't exist anymore. So social media empowers you to use this directly and to allow your work to reach a greater audience. Now, is it hard? Yes. It didn't make it easier, it just removed the gatekeepers and it made it an equal playing field and anybody can participate. And so I think that's important to understand. It's also important to understand how social media tends to work. And I know it's not perfect, but it's kind of an algorithm-based environment. And this is where another thing I think is very unnatural to photographers. The, when I mean algorithm, it's essentially when I log into Facebook, let's say, or Twitter, or whatever that is, the things that it's going to show me when I log in, it's not going to give them to me in order necessarily. It's going to use a mathematical equation or an algorithm to determine what posts are getting the most engagement. And so these could be likes, these could be shares, these could be comments. And I think that's a really unnatural way when you're considering work of meaning um, to 
define that using math. And to, I don't think it's possible. I don't think there's a way to use artificial intelligence, definitely at this point in the history of the world, to replicate like how people are gonna to respond to an image. Because honestly, everybody's gonna to respond to work differently. It's largely opinionated. You know, there's work that I like that you may not care for and vice versa. So there's really no algorithm to predict um, your taste versus mine. Now they can get dangerously close. They gather a lot of information on us when we're using the various platforms. but. I think that's a very awkward um, environment for photography to exist in. So knowing that, you need to learn how to use the platforms. And I think that's really important. I know a lot of people who express frustration with Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But I also know those people log in maybe once a month, once every other month, they'll throw up a couple portfolio images and be gone. And then when they come back a month later to do the next, they realize they didn't get any comments or likes. or You, you have to use social media. And a lot of that algorithm and I'm guessing at this, the algorithms are not publicly published because they don't want people to hack into the system. But I would guess that in my experience, that using the platform and engaging with other people is going to create, or it's going to increase your own visibility. So for instance, if I go in there, I try to communicate with people. I comment on things. I try to just use the platform, like things occasionally, share things occasionally that you think are interesting and try to be sincere because that's what they are trying to replicate. So you really have to get in and use that. And if you want somebody who is brilliant at this stuff, who is a little bit of a spaz and he's crazy, but he is a genius, is go check out Gary Vaynerchuk. I'll link up to his channel in the show description. And this is what Gary does. He's a media advisor. He embraces social media. He eats it for breakfast and he's completely nuts. And I love him. He's wonderful. And he will get you pumped up about all this stuff and learn how to use it. But like even with my stuff, I have people who come to me all the time and say, hey, you know, you have uh, your videos get a lot of views on YouTube. And, and, and maybe you could give me some advice on this. And my advice is, I, did, I mean, I didn't throw a video up and it gained traction. I mean, it was a long, slow process. And I had to learn how to create things that people would engage with. And I had to engage with other people. And you have to, it's this whole world that has to come together with that. And you have to be patient. And it's very difficult. But all hope is not lost. And let me give you one more example because I think it's, it's brilliant. If you go look at some of the big photographers on Instagram, and this has become a phenomenon, there's some people on there that are very good that do very well on Instagram. Now, Instagram does not monetize um, directly. But for instance, uh, there's a gentleman that I know who's a photographer from Dallas, his name is Tyler Sharp. And I interviewed him with my friend Wade on an audio show that I used to do years and years ago. But we were talking about this and he has an enormous Instagram following. He's quite a good photographer and he has become marketable as what they call an influencer. And so this means that companies will hire him to be an influencer. So what he'll do is they'll send him to South by Southwest or something um, where they want a presence and they will have him take over their Instagram account. And because he's good, that will increase the quality of their work. It will also bring in some of his following and he's paid money to do this. And that is an occupation or at least a freelance opportunity that didn't exist at all five years ago, probably not very much three years ago. So there is new opportunities within all this stuff. Now, Tyler didn't get to do that by just posting an image once a month. In fact, if you look at the lifespan of social media, Posts, I mean, even stuff when I've posted that has been very popular, within 24 to 48 hours, it's kind of over with. And so there's, it's kind of like the news cycle of immediacy and you've got to stay on that. And I mean, it's worth it to go look at people who are successful on various platforms and look at things like what is their posting frequency? Um, what kinds of things do they post? What is their engagement frequency? Do they follow other people? Do they, you know, it depends on the platform, all that. But I can guarantee you that Tyler does not post once a month. He probably posts multiple 
multiple times a day. Now I say that not having checked in with him in a while, but he's a great photographer and that's an opportunity for him. So there are opportunities out there and I'll end it by saying this, they're crude and they're weird. And I hope that social media is going to evolve into something that is way more natural to converse with, that works better for still images and photography and video and all these things in the future. Nothing is more crude than here's a post and here's a little box to write a comment in. That's strange, but it's what we've got. And that's how people interact right now. I would like to know what you guys think. And so leave me a comment in the little box. I know it's crude, but uh, I this is, I think this is worth discussing and it's worth noting and talking about and I know it can be frustrating for some people and I don't think it should be. Anyway, so that's where we are for today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, like it, share it with your friends, subscribe, give me all the engagement and I'll see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.